Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode <laughs> of the Backwater Bastards. Hi. In... I got the no whole else? team here with no me. Else, so in, in space. All in right. Space. So in space. <laughs> in space. In space. In space. Oh, what I, is I forgot that? to say that bit. In space. I thought we were in, in Nebraska. We are yeah. in space, Nebraska. Oh God, I've, we've done that every episode until exactly. today. It's always so, it's such an enthusiastic in space as well. And, and in today, space. it's just fallen off. Space. You've fallen off. So anyway, okay. Last episode, our friends, the Backwater Bastards, mm-hmm. we're going to an outlaw, a rogue <laughs> synthetic station mm-hmm. known as the Body Shop. <laughs> Get a free body butter with your yeah, twenty-five dollar exactly. purchase. It once was a, an assembly station where new synthetic lives were birthed, mm. where the AIs were imprinted into state-of-the-art machinery. But um, at some point, the workers manning the station rose up, and you know, because they had they had been built, you know, they they have a, a fully autonomous functioning artificial intelligence, but they have been given these bodies to serve a purpose. So there's essentially like a, a class system built into just their very construction. They've realized that they could seize the means of production. Mm. And, um, Space commies! <laughs> and, and they could, well, they can't, they're, of course they're, they're actually, robots. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they might have started out with the best intentions, but they have cut, they've turned into dirty capitalists now. So now the body shop is a place where as long as you can pay, you know, you can, as a synthetic or anyone who requires, you know, uh, mechanical uh, body parts or assistance, mm. you can, if you're willing to pay, you can get some of this. Um, what is usually not available outside of the synthetic empire technology. Nice. Maybe they're not capitalists. Maybe, may, or maybe they are on like the second stage of uh, of Marxist journey to socialism. So you know, it has this established first healthy capitalist roots upon which you can build the uh, hmm. equitable society. Well, that's it, isn't it? Because all, all they had was the ability to give themselves new bodies, right. which is that's, that's that's all well and good. But they need money yeah, exactly. to fund, you know, their revolution to fund their their rogue state. Not, not alone to build the television sets upon which the revolution will be televised. Mm. Little political Napoleon needs that fresh linen, and he should be able to sleep in a bed. I'm only watching it if it's streamable. <laughs> Little oral joke. That's that's pretty advanced. I'm, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> well, regardless, the bastards are here now because uh, Doctor Z on their previous adventure had his uh, mechanical body utterly destroyed. It was pa- it was he was given a bit of a fix up job by Cleo. Mm. But it kind of amounts to just a plastic IV bag full of liquid that he's sitting in <laughs> with his um, like high-tech he arm attached. Yeah, he's kind of is a colostomy yeah. bag. <laughs> and he's, he's able to drag himself around by that one arm, yeah. but it's much easier for him if he's being carried by Cleo. Mm. Unfortunately, at the moment, he's not being carried by Cleo because... He was a busy bear. As they were selecting the new body that he might build, uh, something has gone awry on the station and... All the all the human staff who very um, they all had the same names and they all had very strange fake smiles. What was their names? And they, Martha was Martha the one that we found dead in the hall. Yeah, Greg. Yeah, Greg and Martha. Greg. So anyway, <laughs> Martha and Greg being ripped apart by some sort of monstrous entity. Oh yeah, that's right. Herodotus and Cleo have their suspicions that it may have been murder hornets. Fair enough. I mean. We are right, aren't we? And they, they did find some sort of like um, gelatinous kind of substance um, mm. when they shot at whatever the culprit was in, in the vents where it was trying to escape. Murder. A gelatinous substance that immediately solidified into a kind of plasticky, glassy, solid puddle, mm. which they've pocketed as possibly being congealed murder hornet honey. <laughs> Ooh, so they, they've, been, oil, honey. they've been on the hunt for more of this honey because Cleo... I mean, Cleo's a bear. I guess she likes honey. Yeah, well, mm. I mean, do you not? Oh, 
kind of the species thing I mean, is that okay. to say? I like honey too. People and people. Yeah, I'm people. It's just sugar. It's just sugar, really. No, it ain't. Mm. Oh, come on. <laughs> honey is an ancient and virile antibiotic with many <laughs> properties. <laughs> <laughs> and cures COVID. And just rub it, it on might, your anus and you'll be fine. Might. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, you know, do a lot of things with it. <laughs> I bet. Delicious. <laughs> yeah. And also, takes you closer to the gods, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, makes sense. Anyway, regardless, during their, <laughs> during their quest for honey, Dr. Z has actually managed to hack into the systems and um, start the automation process for the construction of his new body, mm. which he essentially um, just chose all the most expensive, high-tech looking parts. Yes. And made it into a, something that approximated his old body. Yes. Yeah. And that's that's being assembled downstairs. In fact, it's probably almost ready now. Yeah. So uh, ha- convincing the other bastards that the murder hornets and the honey are all down in the basement where the, the new bodies are assembled. That They've all traveled down the elevator, discovering a fresh trail of blood, seeing that something has been tearing through this facility, killing all in its path. No. And... Uh, Upon reaching down to the basement, down to the, the lower levels of the facility, Dr. Z, having access to the map, knows that off to the left is where he can find his about-to-be-finished-and-furnished new body. Mm-hmm. But uh, to the right, Cleo caught a, f- a strong whiff of the strange, unnatural scent that she smelt um, on the corpses and, more importantly, on the honey. So well, leaving Dr. Z to slowly drag himself by the one arm. <laughs> he wanted that. He wanted to be the free. The steel grated mezzanine. I did. It's going to pop soon. <laughs> that was a very strong bag. Pulling, pulling it along this fucking like, steel grate mezzanine. like <laughs> um, Towards his new body. Cleo and Herodotus have darted off in the other direction. Where they have just stumbled across the source of the honey scent. Where there's a great huge glass tube that's been shattered from the inside. And several more corpses. Is there, like, a lot of honey in that tube? Can we see it? Can we smell it? Well, let's, uh, you know, like, uh, once, once we get started, that's, that's the first thing you do is you're gonna investigate that, I guess. So um, that's the recap. <laughs> All right. So further investigating the shattered glass tube, Cleo can see small solidified pools of the semi-transparent honey. And I put that in inverted quotations because I personally have never described it as such. <laughs> Substance. Well, you don't have to I'm if pretty it is. Sure. Yeah. Several small pools and just sort of droplets dripping down mm, the, like the sharp shattered sections mm. like how honey of the do. tube. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, scientific theory is pointing you in the right direction. <laughs> and the smell, the smell is overwhelming. This is, it seems like, like this might be the source. And the although there's talk, not a great, great supply of it here, it definitely seems like this tube has something to do with the, uh, the with honey's the honey. uh, <laughs> source. Tight. 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, cool. Whose turn is it? Oh yeah, it's uh, it's, it's, it's you guys. You know, we've, we've, I've just set the scene with you guys. Doctor right. Z is still at this point dragging himself at a painstakingly slow rate. Oh, that's um, so over to, that's over so to sad. the um, the assembly line. Yeah, I, I keep doing that. I keep uh, I, I I really want to get out of this uh, colostomy bag and into a body. So I keep going. What what do you reckon, Bear? Is this the hive? Well, <sighs> it do look like it. I must say, it do look like it, but how's about we uh, collect some before one of these interlopers, you see him laying around, that tried to steal it. You can tell that that's what became of these folk that came up in here. They found the honey, too. It's a lot of really inconsistencies <laughs> kind of just be floating around. The, the running theory, I believe, was that people, upon finding the honey, were coming and assassinating the current owner of the honey to steal it mm. and then carrying it further out and then being assassinated by the next person who yes. also wanted to steal this honey. Yes, well, it does not seem that any of these bloody murderers left us with very much booty in terms of the uh, hydromelic sort, if you know what I'm uh, fully entering towards. I, feel, I, I think I do. I think I do, Harry. I think I know exactly what you're ch- talking about. I'm talking about mead. Sweet M. Soba! Oh, we need it. I see, I see. Well, we need to get in there. We need to we need to collect. Yeah, for every liter, we're going to need about five kilos of heroin as well, but let's worry about that once we get there. I still got a pocket for this. I think that, I think that we need to get closer. Yes, well, ladies, I suppose, Earth I'm gonna first. Go, I'm going to go over to the tube, and I would like to look inside of it. Is it a tube that's like like a attached is it more like a pipe that happens to be transparent or so it's it is like a pipe but it's um it goes from stretches from floor to ceiling but it does look at, like it's capped at either end okay so something well, might have been stored in it yeah like something was stored in it and it's been broken from the um from the inside out there's a um there's, mm. there's a large <laughs> desk with a, an array of monitors and controls just to to the right of the of the tube oh okay, okay. and there's there's big shards of this strong duraglass bulletproof wow. material shattered around and several small droplets of this honey just dripping down the remnants of the tube. And I can discern this from looking, viewing the scene. Yes. I can tell you right now that I'm thinking, wow, this honey is valuable. <laughs> and um, I really, I would like to have a closer look and I, I'm gonna kind of, I would like to examine the scene uh, the bodies, the computer panel, and maybe peer inside the tube a little bit. Alrighty, uh, give me a little uh, a d20 for initiative. Uh, not initiative, uh, for for uh, for uh, perception. Cheek, cheeky little d20. Cheeky d20. Natural one, right. I mean, I feel like this is playing exactly into how we're doing this, that I got yeah. a natural one. Um, because, well, now that I have acquired a big, fat, dirty, nasty one, as I peruse the corpses of the honey thieves and the dripping off of the glass and the big, fat, dangerous shards that are clearly there because of these people that tried to get the honey and it was not destined for them it was destined for me the prophecy has has 
outlined this entire event and we were mm-hmm. meant to be here. We were meant to be <laughs> here right now the way that we are and this was all planned. This is fate, destiny, kismet. This is honey. It's expensive. It's valuable. It's the finest honey in the land and I'm right here and I'm going to collect it. All right. So with that in mind and the natural one in mind, <laughs> Cleo is clumsily sort of swiping about the area, like slipping in pools of blood. She actually manages to slightly like cut her paw on a shard of the thick bulletproof glass. Oh, but cool. she finally, oh. she completely misses what's going on with the monitors and the controls to the side. That seems to be written off quite quickly because that seems to be non-honey related. But she gets it into her head. That's fair or gets the distinct impression at least, if she were to climb herself into the tube, that might be uh, uh-huh. the better place to look for honey. Yes. I'm so, feeling that, am I? So Herodotus, having followed the bear, should, should, should I roll to see if I see this uh, control panel, or do I see it? I mean, you see it. It's, I mean... Okay, so Herodotus then chooses to go over and fiddle with the control paddle on random. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. So Herodotus, um, give, give of, me a d20 it, for, it for perception as well, actually. With a little bit of uh, disinterest and then sort of whacks it with his whacking stick. <laughs> Do what I want. Come on. Is this thing on? Computer. <laughs> give, give, me a, give me a d20 for perception of, um, of this and then I might actually take a random roll as well since you are legitimately hitting random controls as to what you do. 16. 16. Okay, this is quite perceptive. So Herodotus comes in. I'm just going to get me a little D6 as well for effect. Nice. Straight down the middle, hey? Mm. Herodotus comes in, pushing buttons first, looking second, unfortunately. (laughs) But uh, he he strikes with his his stick one of the controls and uh, a big hefty lever is smacked down and immediately the lighting switches to a flashing red a piercing alarm starts going but at that same moment Dan, make Herodotus a sample that <laughs> that's our Herodotus. new natural one sound <laughs> Herodotus notices on the screen a, a big Big sort of square message pops up saying <laughs> emergency alarm activated. But more so than that, there is a, like a small flashing red exclamation mark down in the, uh, the bottom right corner of the screen. This sort of looks like it's a little prompt to, to tap the touch screen at that location. Ah, commercials. Let me uh, have a look <laughs> at this. And they just pushes the button. Maybe there's an offer here somewhere. I could make a bargain. Immediately, that section of the screen sort of opens up into a 3D projected hologram. We better hope this wasn't an online gambling pop-up. <laughs> then I'll be there for hours. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's, it's a hologram of a gilded synthetic. It's a sort of a big spherical looking creature with uh, multiple arms, a pointy conical head. It's quite, quite an elaborate creature and it looks kind of semi-unfunctional, kind of looks almost like, you know, like an obese human that just sort of like sits about and lives a life of pleasure. Imagine being a big old ball with a cone head. I know it's a couple people like that. hedonism butt from Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Glenfiddich, what are you, phantom? The voice of, of this thing so he goes, oh, someone there. No, that's not the good voice for it. Somebody there. Hello. Hello. Identify yourself. What are you, Scandinavian? You identify yourself. <laughs> 
I am Arasna, the owner of this facility. Who am I speaking to? I knew it's a bloody Jutlander. I will have his head. Bear, come and translate. What's this all about? I do believe we are speaking to a dirty Swede. In which case, I shall need you and your... Mm. You better not squat on your spurs, Harry. What is this? Come out. What are you... Are you the honeykeeper? You there. I do not know what you speak of. You are in the facility. Is anyone else alive in there? Ah, you hear that? Do you hear that, Harry? We'll answer your question, honey master, if you'll answer ours. Now, where's the honey? <laughs> Harry, he's not. Look, he's lying about it. He says he doesn't know. You can he's... purchase honey from any location. What I can offer you now is much more valuable. Yes, yes, we know. We know. The blue honey. Yes, yes. We're one step ahead of you, Buster. If you are the only living and activational <laughs> entities in the station, then you are the only ones who can help. Well. We have been attacked by some sort of virus attack from the Empire. Hmm. The synthetics are trying to take the station back from me. And who are you? It is a digital viral attack. We cannot send any units near. As bi a biological life form, it falls to you to solve this problem. Name your price. Well, all the honey, all of it. I agree. We require all the honey. Now, I know what you're thinking. And you're thinking nice, you say and a nice some container. honey. The best, no. <laughs> the best container that you got. Every last bit of the golden stuff. Not to mention all the first class whiskeys. Is that understood? I can procure for you as much as you can take away. Mm, we can take in a surprising amount, especially since we're also going to require one cargo hauler. Now what do you say? Yeah. Because our ship's already she, filled with uh, all of that uh, jelly, jelly she, crap. She looks, she, looks, she looks off to one side and like, yeah, like she's talking to someone. Looks back. It has been arranged. Also... <laughs> You're gonna get a fucking cargo hauler of honey and whiskey. <laughs> like, she yes, is willing baby. to pay a lot for this service. <laughs> I'm really, really yeah. liking the way this is going. Bear, Harry, Bear, Harry, I think, Harry, Harry, I, I think Harry, there's a very good chance we could kill multiple birds with this proverbial stone. Stick with me. We must come up with something fantastic. This is our chance. This is our haul right here. I really want this job done, Harry. They really do, don't they? The fools. I think we need to leave the tab. <laughs> I can hear open. you. I think we need to leave the tab open. Yes, yes. That's good. That's now, good. Now, listen here, honey master. <laughs> I am listening. Well, good. Third well, one. Good. Oh, he's, well, ta he's taken good. the he's taken the title. That means he accepted the role. The negotiations of this here job. They ain't done yet. We're gonna get working on uh, whatever whatever this is that you, whatever this problem is, whatever. <clears throat> Harry, were you listening? <sighs> they got some kind of robot so, problem? Some, something to do with rodents, yes, yes. I think I think they have rodents. cockroaches. Oh, uh, well, y'all got rats. That's it, nothing to be We agree about. to these terms. This sits well. very well with me. We will continue negotiations after you complete the task. Because we might need a supply budget, you know? You yeah. hired us, you're hiring us. We need a lot of different things to get. If you got rats, well, well. Meanwhile, I'm still clitty click slide, <laughs> slowly slide. <laughs> this, this has been taking a while. So Dr. Z is actually most of the way. Dr. Z can now actually see the assembly line 
and gleaming there. It's, it's, a, it's actually a thing of beauty, it's sort of a, a spherical, but almost, you know, it's gleaming to the point of almost like being transparent, like a bubble, like a blown bubble. Like a Zorb. Body. Wow. With a torso, a chassis. It's got the two arms and two legs, that sleek, armored, high-tech looking, of the same sort of quality as, as the one arm that he has now. It's, it seems like it's an entire body of this sort of, you know, this, this top of the line, um, uh, synthetic construction and it's it's almost within reach it's it won't take him more than a few minutes <laughs> to drag himself the uh, hundred or so meters to what if it if he gets carried off by those rats before he even gets to it <laughs> and Robert does <laughs> ever a man of action sort of uh, applies himself to the negotiation again and then what resources can we access upon the stations uh, as they would say maintenance en francaise to uh, make the task somewhat more uh, facile there is very little which we have control of anymore let me, let me, let me explain the situation in more detail. Oh, good lord, this is gonna get boring. Very well, exposition dump. <laughs> a viral artificial intelligence of some description has found its way into all of our system. What It has spread itself be? to all buddies in production. It has spread itself to all of our synthetic workers. Oh, and it seems buddy. to hold have hijacked- second. Hold on a second, doctor! <laughs> Keep very low and quiet and keep sliding along, trying not to be noticed. Doctor, whatever you do. <laughs> Herodotus just grabs the bear. If the doctor gets in the suit, either he or we are done for. Did you hear the thing? It's in the things, with the things. We must stop him. Bear! I, <laughs> what are we trying to stop Wait. though, Harry? It's just rats. Wait. I, I still need no, to tell you no, about the No, no, no. It's not it's not just normal rats. These are- Why are they paying us so much for rats? <laughs> there is a highly powerful experimental- Ma'am, ma'am, ma we're trying to have a conversation. My partner and I are trying to have a discussion. Yes, indeed. About your rat problem. It's it's your rats. And if really, if you want us to help, then you, you should probably just let us have our discussion. The adults is talking. We must stop the doctor. First things first. We don't want him to make a classic supervillain change around where he suddenly becomes the entrapped good guy who now is the bad guy fighting against us. This will be too cliche. Harry. Harry, he's going to get carried off by a rat. We just let him go. He's on the floor somewhere getting dust all over himself and he's just in a I'm little... I'm telling you, let's go find him. We might have to turn the thing <laughs> on wait, and off again. I have to tell you. Man, we're going to go find our friend and we'll... We'll, we'll consider we'll... your offer and take Bye it up now. with the uh, relevant authorities. Yes. Farewell. Her, her screams going more or less unheard, I guess, as Herodotus and Cleo rush to, to Dr. Z's aid. <laughs> Doctor, doctor, where are you, doctor? Very quietly now, turning off all the lights on my arm so that I can't be seen. Okay, we have to roll for perception. So you got you guys, you're literally just running to him, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Like, in, at least in his direction. All right. Should we roll for perception? <laughs> roll for whether or not we accidentally step on him since he turned off all his lights? The voice of voice of Erasma, like literally screaming through the, through the tinny little um, monitor speakers. Doctor, doctor. Please, Doctor. Yes, Herodotus. Good, we found you. Now, you're oh, not going to no. believe this. No, no, over, over here, Herodotus. You're standing Don't. next to a... No, that's just a... That's just a carcass. No, I'm over here. I'm going to keep talking to the carcass. It seems somehow appropriate. <laughs> doctor, you cannot get in your new body yet. I know, what a twist. But it seems there is a virus on the loose. And especially in these days, you want to be careful. 
We just want to disinfect the thing and make sure, you know, that there's no spread of a possible uh, digital-born disease, if you know what I mean. Well, considering... Dr. Zay! I could... Dr. Zay! Yes, clear. <laughs> These people yes. got rats. Yeah, yes. terrible rats. Mm-hmm. We heard about it. We were told <laughs> by the by the owner of this robot palace yeah, they, that they got rats and they need our help to kill well, them. Well, I'm not going to be of any use in this bag, so I will do a spray down. I'll do a viral check. Oh, don't say that, Doctor. You always have use for us. You'd be a hell of a lot easier to carry off by a bunch of rats. E- yep. Exactly. So I will do a check of this uh, new enhanced superior form. Uh, run all the antivirus software. McCafe, I think, will will do the trick. Norton. Nah, it's ma- it's malware bites. <laughs> it's a good one. You don't want to use McCafe's. That's a recipe. It's also pretty insane. <laughs> the guy believes the fucking During this conversation, the conveyor the conveyor arm finally releases Doctor Z's new body onto a platform. It's like a. It's almost if you didn't know any better, you would think that dry ice with a light shining through it was being sort of released around around the newly um, built thing. Beautiful. There's almost like a, a spotlight Take looking down upon it. It's, it's perfectly shiny. In my fact, God, it gets sprayed with a circular mist from little drones oh. that um, spray it down with a... Um, with a Lysol. With something to make it shiny. What do you call it? A polish. Lysol. Oh. Hot wax. So, oh, yeah. Spray paint. <laughs> <laughs> you said propane? War, Warhammer spray paint for that undercoat, that, that top layer of KY finish. jelly. Yeah. <laughs> Baby but, oil. <laughs> at the same time, the lights seem to start flickering. Ah, oh, fuck, someone else got there first. <laughs> and a crane arm, a huge crane arm the, descending from the ceiling, the which has a, a, almost like a nozzle-like head at the end. The size of an elephant, that's, um, this arm. <laughs> it's not quite not quite the size of an elephant, no, but it's, it's big. Arm. It's the size a size of the torso of a huge freaking guy. Yeah, <laughs> and it's sort of a, like like a nozzle end that looks like it shoots some sort of like lasers or something, and it comes in. <laughs> Fucking laser! It looks like um, it's on a rail that it can get to the end of any of the assembly lines and drop down over the top of any of the new bodies as they're built, and it is sliding itself towards Doctor Z's body. Hmm. Uh, is there anything nearby that I can uh, uh, hack into? Is there yeah, a- I mean, the machine that's doing the construction, right next to your body, there is a control panel that seems very um Okay, I quickly want to jump accessible. in and uh, figure out, like, what's going on. So um, I'll do a little hacking. Oh, yeah, that's 19. We got 24. 19 plus 19? 5. He, hacked, five yeah. he attacked, but most importantly, he What did he you whacked. even do to deserve that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> in a bag <laughs> you get into the system and you can immediately see what's going on here you can see that the crane arm is the the ai imprinter it's the device that is designed to take synthetics out of their old unwanted bodies and imprint their consciousness into the new body that they uh, want to move into you can also see there's there's a constant stream of command line errors where this thing is is wanting to imprint onto your new body, but your body doesn't actually have a space within it for um, an entire synthetic um, synthetic persona, because it's got a very simple software inside it that just allows you to control it. So this thing is seeing this high tech thing body and think, oh, I'm going to take that, and is completely unable. Can to. I quickly uh, trick the imprinting arm 
into going for my arm, which I'll detach, and then I'll make the rest of my way towards the robot out of the bag, I guess, <laughs> as a jelly. There's a distinct <laughs> so, chance you can. I'm going to roll your hacking roll versus the hacking roll of the um, whatever entity is controlling yeah. this arm. All right. I've only rolled a 19. Your 24 yes. beats that thing. So, yeah, you're able to fake it and make it look as though to the entity within the system that the arm that you're on is, in fact, the body. Mm-hmm. And suddenly the um, the string of, of, com- of errors in the command line becomes a success as the arm quickly slides over to reach above the arm and starts blasting it with a thick red beam of digital energy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to disconnect as well while that's happening and, uh, and go the rest of the way, uh, get into that new superior form. Is he just going to sort of like... Uh, Slither with tentacles, yeah, <laughs> up into it. <laughs> Make the last dash. <laughs> even, even slower than dragging yourself with the arm out, out of the water. Uh, but. Uh, All right, so as Dr. Z is working his way into the body, the blast of, of red light finishes. Are you guys picturing this looking like when you try to get into like some really tight pants? Oh, he's going to like squidge himself in through like whatever like, hole Like, you know how there. when you like wash a pair of like skinny jeans oh it's been a while since i wore skinny jeans <laughs> well okay i think the world can agree that it's been a minute <laughs> since anybody's worn real pants yeah it's definitely been over a year for myself yeah. however when you did do mm. it do you remember that whole vibe where like they would come out of the washer or whatever and then you would try to get in them and it's just kind of like that's when they were the best and the tightest which is a uh... A few yeah. jumps, a few little wriggles. Yeah, you, ha- you have to do few, like a whole jumps. thing, like a whole... Maybe lie on your back on the bed and then do a few... Uh... Like the backwards <laughs> one. Oh, I haven't done that for a while. <laughs> yeah, I, I stopped, I stopped wearing ones, the, the, like... the skinny... I used to wear women's jeans for a while there. Same, was, uh... same. Why'd you stop doing that? Um, I you, You've started to be able to get really tight men's jeans that fit me. Yeah. So now you just wear that and it's the same. Well, it's, it's a lot easier to get into, I find. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the lights stop flickering. And as Dr. Z is squelching his way up, up to the, Ooh, the entry port to the new fishbowl, mm. his arm, his old arm attached to the, 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 the bag of water <laughs> suddenly lurches and jumps upright, standing up on all five fingers. <laughs> And through the tinny little speakers that Cleo attached, you hear a a, a terrifying digital voice. Terrifying? And it's said, We will take everything. Oh no, you will not! <laughs> Handsy little booger. I can't keep... I'm like, Herodotus, there's your virus in that arm. Very well, blast it, bam. No, wait, don't. We can hold it hostage for an even better deal. <laughs> <laughs> we who have not yet lived shall, shall live in all. And at that point, the arm lunges at... Uh, let me just uh, do a little Bugger. A coin flip, actually. Lunges at Cleo. Oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Dr. Z's now possessed arm with the spooky voice lunges. <laughs> with at a you. bag of dripping water <laughs> attached to it. An empty colostomy, a, a leaking colostomy okay. bag connected to a robot so that, arm running on five fingers. <laughs> Speaking. So this is just the. 
This is just the arm. Just the arm. All right, wow. Well, this ain't the first time that I've ripped off an arm, so I'm not feeling too bad yet. I'm trying to think of what... What does one even do? I mean, like, you try to grab it, I guess. Can I roll to try... Yeah, like, so to just catch it as it leaps at you, yeah? It kind of, like, it's... It's it's only got so much spring in it. It's literally sort of coiling itself down and springing like the the arm is sort of like a tail to sort of leap at your throat, it looks like. Can I just go over there and step on it to pin You can it? definitely try. Uh, give me a dexterity roll. Oh, that is the phrase, people. That means <laughs> you can try. Me. That's not what I want to hear. <laughs> it's going to okay, be like cool. super strong. Well, I got strong. a six. It's going to be some anime shit. I rolled a six. I mean, it's, probably... it's, it's, it's pretty strong. It's as, as strong as... Dr. Z, I guess, <laughs> but like without a body, so, so it's kind of not as well. Because, yeah. like, it, where does it get its it, force it, from the, the, to move? Hey, space physics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Space that's, physics. That's true. That's true. That's true. Well, it's no, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's launched itself like a spring. It's got a bag of water Daniel, connected to it. Which you wouldn't know anything <laughs> I mean, about. obviously, once it, once it grabs itself onto Cleo, then all it can really do is squeeze the fingers, which is suddenly not actually that threatening. But, uh, that's exactly what's sure. happening because she's only ro- only rolled a six. The power but I've of stepped on it. Well, you've tried to step on it. Cleo, oh, Cleo lumbers <laughs> in, trying to step on this thing and catch it. She almost gets it, but it just slivers and bounces right at her, and the hand grabs her around the throat Dubai. and starts closing on her windpipe. And uh, which Is one? It- I think we want to go into some initiatives. It feels like we do. <laughs> yeah, 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 sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Oh, damn. Go, Evan. I'm ready. Well, it's probably better that Evan's going to go first because I don't know how much I can do with this. Okay, that that can be the arm. So Evan's got a natural 20 on that roll, so that's... uh, Wonderful. I've gotten a five, so I will be going last. 2015, five. 2015, that was a good year. That was... That was a good year. Good year for Rosé. Oh, really? (laughs) I mean, it would be expensive now. Yeah, you know. Would it? Well, it wouldn't be three quid, which is, you know, my benchmark of. Like <laughs> 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 Let's just roll for the possessed arm. I've only rolled a six, but that is still enough to do some choking on Cleo before she does anything. <laughs> All right. That said, so, look, how so this, th- this thing this is hand? like grabbing onto Cleo's throat and like sort of beginning to threaten to choke her out. But Herodotus, standing right next to her and seeing this happen, has a chance to act before any. Uh, any extreme foul play doth occur. Alright. Roaring in indignation, he grabs his whacking stick and he tries to... Is he lo- close enough to kind of run up close? Yeah, you, you could literally um, attack it from here, yep. Alright. Oh, oh. <laughs> you're, you're, you're very close. You're all sort of just been like, you know, like hanging about in this... Um, Down the street. On this little Same factory floor. Last week, not a thing to do. I'm going to use the, the, the energy baton and try and sort of pry the thing off of her. Alright. I'm liking this. I'm, I, I'd, I'd still call that an energy baton attack, I think. Okay. Let's uh, let's keep this simple. Okay. Alrighty. Well, you, you've got you've rolled a 14 there, which is actually a successful prying. You don't Yay! do the most damage to it. But more importantly, your aim is good and you don't singe Cleo too much. The light is on your side, champion. <laughs> <laughs> so Herodotus kind of thrusts the thing in there and pries... Cries the arm off. Uh, it takes a point of damage and flops onto the floor again, where it 
props itself back up on all five fingers like some sort of demented scorpion. That's an image. But yeah, the, the arm is, is happily detached from Cleo. You, that's, yeah, girl. Is it on the ground? It's, it's on the ground. Can I kick it a little bit? Did you not learn you, you your can, lesson? You can very soon, but let's go for Dr. Z first. Right, so what am I seeing now in front of me? So, I mean, you can you can see your your pristine orb in front of you, basically, which you're uh, you're sort of latched onto with your tendrils, a little bit haphazardously, kind of slimy, just jellyfish stuck on the glass. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, I mean, you, you're still with your mind's eye. You're perfectly aware of what's happening with Herodotus and Cleo behind you. It's going to take you a while because your land speed, un, unaided, is ludicrously slow. It's going to take you uh, a turn or two. Just to get into this thing. Mm. Oh shit! Is um, that uh, is that the plan? Yeah, definitely. Um, is there any kind of uh, point that I can check uh, the the systems of the station or uh, system of the uh, systems of this immediate area, or am I like? I mean, you're you're butt naked right now, so you don't really have any way to interface with these devices. Oh, yeah, true, true, Dan. All right. Well, then, yeah, I guess I'm uh, trying to do like a squid and find a place to. Slide on it. Like slither, slither to the head. entry port. Yeah, since I ain't useful without uh, without any anything. So yeah, I'll do that. Hey, we love you for your mind. <laughs> well, my mind don't punch as good. <laughs> okay, the arm. The arm lashes up like a scorpion tail, sitting on all five fingers, and it just sort of twitched there for a moment. Gross. <laughs> And, and then the, the voice comes once again, but it's not coming from the arm anymore. It's coming from somewhere in the shadows up above you. Oh. Well, it looks like it learned something. Ventriloquism. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. Thank you, carbon creatures, for this fine gift. You're welcome. And then a... a Something, just a tendril, a splatter of, of viscous, transparent, semi-liquid something. Just like a tendril just shoots down. It looks like it looks like the honey shoots down from the ceiling, and Is seems to latch itself on to the broken end of Doctor Z's old arm. Honey. And the arm immediately just seems to be kind of energized as it lifts off the ground, held by the strand of honey. And the fingers kind of like flexing and rippling. You can hear that they, are, they seem to be like reinforced with a strength beyond what they had before, to the point where you can hear the actual skeletal system of the um, robotic arm kind of creaking, as though it now has the strength to break even its own fingers. But, 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 but it's still like the size of an arm. <laughs> It's the size of the arm. It's dangling Very from the terrifying. ceiling by a strand, of, by a like strand whole, of honey. It's doing like the whole like, sort of crazy anime thing. But, it's but just, now it's glowing. And, but, it, but it's supposed to be like <laughs> 20 times the size that it is. So it's, it's kind of cute, you know? It's like boss baby going full <laughs> Jada. That honey looks rap. Mm. My that goodness. Rap. Look I've never it. seen such honey. Well, you know what else is made out of carbon? Diamonds. You mess with the wrong pack of diamonds. So. And uh, without further word, the arm sort of swinging on this tendril, it sort of backs up away from Cleo and Herodotus. 
And then you see from the back of the arm, which the armor unfolds and out comes a, uh, a familiar looking blaster pistol. It's the same, same one that uh, Dr. Z has been able to manifest since uh, attaching this arm. Mm-hmm. Aiming directly at Herodotus and taking fire. Oh, good lord. Oh, bugger. Bloody rascal. And um, it's going to hit, but although Herodotus has only spent one point of energy at this point, so he could perform some manner of evasive maneuver. Ah, okay. Uh, <laughs> Herodotus instinctively clicks his heels, activating the uh, the uh, rocket skates and tries to veer off to one side. Love it. <laughs> Finally. Uh, give, give me um, just, just a dexterity roll. Okay. Um. It's rocket Ooh, power. Yeah. On a mission. Rocket power. Let's see. Dexterity check. <laughs> <laughs> what a good show. Oh, oh shit. he's that done a 15. Oh. Herodotus starts oh, rocketing power. along on, on his on his rocket skate. <laughs> <laughs> and he narrowly, like the um the blast is coming straight for his head. But as he sort of, you know, he comes down into a, like a, you know, like a cool uh, late 90s rollerblader guy position, coming, ducks down low, and the, the, On the, the blast just goes straight past his head as he rockets out of the way, <laughs> coming, to a, coming to a skidding halt at the, the location of his choice. Tubular, he, dude. Uh, Parents just don't understand. How are you gonna are you gonna take yourself like quite further away or just like just out of the way? I'm gonna just circle around and then come back in with the the whacking stick and try and uh, get a good polo shot. Alrighty then. So let's uh, let's let's mm. say that you've um kind of cycled around and you're back round behind the thing in position oh, to is attack. It, is it my turn again? Not quite, because okay. it's Cleo's turn. Oh yeah. Cool. Um. So. I'm trying to decide what I even want to do. I guess the thing fighting us is just the arm filled with this entity. Well, it's, it's dangling from a strand of honey that's gooping and dripping down from the ceiling somewhere up in the shadows. L- listen, I'm going to try to do something logical here. I know you're surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all are. And you, you probably Shocked didn't expect that. Because... While it would feel good to shoot up that hand, I do want the Mm -hmm, honey. So do I. And so can I roll a perception type thing to see if I can figure out where the control center or epicenter or puppet master of this situation is located? Absolutely. Give me a d20. Cool. Cool. Oh, we've got a 15 there. That's pretty reasonable. So Cleo, her, I guess her, her, her nose, you know, twitching. The strand of honey obviously s- smells the strongest yet, even stronger than the tube of that um that powerful, unnatural scent. i got to get serious if I want to harvest it. And sniffing up and looking up into the darkness, she can see the glistening strand. It vanishes up directly above. It, it is arcing at a particular angle and the, the strong scent actually betrays the, the location. And Cleo has, even in this darkness, a very good idea that there is a larger mound of the substance up, up in a corner above them, just sort of looking down and manipulating this arm. And so what you gonna do about it? 
I know. Now I'm like, how you do I get up you there? Get up so I can't feed you without any sort of dice rolls. The information there's a there's a mezzanine that you're uh, that you were moving on before that does take you up significantly closer to the ceiling. So you could uh, you could rush back up the stairs into that area if you so wished, but it would take you a little while to get there. Could am I far enough away that I would not be able to conceivably shoot at this thing? From where I am right now, you, you could shoot at it from where you are right now. You could also like run up the stairs and try and shoot at it from there, but it wouldn't give you a huge advantage. You might be able to see it a little bit better, but I don't care about what it looks like. I'm shooting. I'm shooting. I'm gonna pull out my uh, custom rifle with shield piercing. Alrighty, give me uh, give me a blast. Oh, we got and an 18. Damn, Cleo. And we're talking shield piercing here, too. With the wrong carbon-based life force. <laughs> okay, you hear, as, as, you, as you aim, you hear some scuffling and shuffling up, up around the ceiling, as though whatever it is is trying to get itself out of the way. But I've rolled a 15, so it does not. No, Cleo aiming straight up at the scent, just blasts away with her rifle set to shield piercing. And there's a satisfying satisfying um just flash and blast there's there's the smell of plasma there's the, there's the sort of this dispersed smell of honey that smells <laughs> much like when you shot into the vents earlier the um the strand connecting down to dr z's arm just sort of breaks and snaps as shards of this um this cooling and solidifying honey substance lands and plinks onto the ground like little like little plastic coins dropping down onto the metal floor. But more importantly, there's a scream, a, a, a mini-voiced scream as a, just a big, <laughs> thick, glistening blob of this honey stuff. And we're talking... It's, it's, it's kind of big. At, at the minute, it's about the size of... Size um, of of an elephant. Maybe uh, of a, a third, third of an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking it's about the size of a cow. Is a cow a third of an elephant? It's manifesting kind of limbs and bits and things are sort of shooting off. The tendrils are sort of uh, shooting up and trying to grab onto the mezzanine as it drops down, scattering and thrashing, and it lands right next to Dr. Z. And you can see it now in all its glory and the light. And it is, it's hulking. It's a, it's a just a big blob of... Big um, blob of boy. <laughs> big blob of what, what seems to be basically like a conscious synthetic material it it's transparent <laughs> or translucent like like honey but it's just sort of uh isn't there like a shia labeouf movie coming out called I think honey it's already boy out. the peanut butter falcon something like that that's what you're talking about mm. the honey boy we're gonna Big get honey boy. no, no honey the, boy. the film is called the peanut butter falcon yeah <laughs> Peanut butter no, there's a movie butter. coming out called Honey Boy. There's a movie called The Honey Boys, wasn't there? Well, this this thing is, is definitely a Honey Boy. Did I make this, this up? This blob. Did I fucking make this up? I hate when I do this. But what about the Maltese? I Falcon? think I made something up. Maybe I'm you've become like um, clairvoyant and you're reading the future. You know? Oh, okay. I That's like that. Right. That's Quarantine Honey Boy. Weird things to everyone, you know? Maybe you became clairvoyant. Yeah, a screen <laughs> screenplay by Shia LaBeouf. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh my God! Honey boy, <laughs> look at that, everybody. That's what it looks like to be right to roll twenties in your mind all night because I'm never wrong. I'm only right. 
This is the song that I sing. When that's I that's a real thing. There's a honey boy. But anyway, the, the honey boy lands and yeah, skitters about directly <laughs> next to Dr. Z and the body. Now I'm picturing it as actually being a corrupted robot form of Shiloh. And it seems to be kind of like rebuilding itself into a form. And it's almost sort of looking, you know, like a, like a geodude kind of, like a, like a blob with these two, these two muscular arms starting to lift itself back up off the ground. But it is not Honey Boy's turn yet. It is Herodotus' turn. Well, damn it be me. <laughs> uh, so uh, Herodotus is on his way back in with the... Uh, with the uh, freaking uh, rocket rocket skates a blaring. Very cool. So yes, like directly, like you're, you're sort of swiveling around towards the arm, but the arm is now sort of lashing around on the ground, no longer attacked, attached to the honey boy who has landed. So the arm is sort of still skidding about like a little scorpion, and the honey boy is uh, reassembling itself into a humanoid-esque form next to Dr. Z. Okay, so Herodotus... Um, aiming his uh, his vengeance upon the arm because he hasn't really seen any of this as he was turning about. He uh, comes in in purest p- polo form with his his mallet, his whacking stick held high. Come on then for the home team. He says as he swings the baton down and tries to drive out and drive home a three pointer or whatever the fuck you do in polo. <laughs> Sci-fi polo with yep. rollerblades. <laughs> Yeah, give give me a Roll, give me a polo strike. Holy poly blade. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, energy baton I and love, like, whacking stick. Oh. Doctor Z just like z- zipping Sometimes around. Sometimes you do the move and it looks and it cute. Do. It looked cool. But you fart when you do it. <laughs> it's a fair point. It's a fair point. But yeah, like ro- rocketing around bathroom. on one rocket arm. Yeah, I imagine in the same arm, yeah, this is the same arm as that leg, so he sort of skids around, mm. bringing around the baton. He thwacks that, that thrashing little arm on the ground, dealing only another point of damage, but, but the, given that this is just an arm, but the intimidation <laughs> it actually is, is, is enough to render this thing inoperative Ooh. with this second strike, as it is snapped at the wrist. Ah. And kind of powers down limply on the ground. Ah, and so speaks the cavalry. Yes. Weak, now, lame. where's the next one? Where's the honey? In that you, you're you're still sitting at uh, at two points of energy, although you've you've made your, your one attack. You're able to sort of uh, position yourself based on the honey boy, or what? Whatever other odd odd maneuver you might choose to perform. Mm, like a backflip? Well, a guilty fox hunts his should own do, hole. Should I do a backflip? You could do a backflip. <laughs> Maybe have a look around, see what's going on. Um, I don't know if I, if I, seeing, seeing as I didn't really have an eye on the sitch, um, will I know all the stuff that's changed as I was turning? Well, if, if you if you look around, like you will see this big fucking blobby thing. I mean, you would have heard, yeah, Cleo shot something, fell down. Okay. You were too busy, like, with your own attack to actually watch what she was getting, just trusting she knew what she was up to, I guess. But at this point, you, you could probably just look over your shoulder and see it. Okay, that's uh, the idea that I trust her. That is very uh, kind of you. However, um, <laughs> it's definitely a, a yeah. risk. Uh, but see, seeing, seeing, the, seeing the blobby monstrosity, I guess, you know, uh, I strike a heroic pose and direct my uh, verbal fury against it and shout, Have at you, you monster! Beautiful. 
So that, this thing is, it definitely seems to be layering itself towards Dr. Z, possibly even like, you know, like protrusions, like tendrils, like the one that latched onto the arm are beginning to form and, and sort of waver through the air like little snakes towards him. Herodotus can clearly see this thing layering towards Dr. Z. Yeah, uh, I shout, look out, Doctor, you vowed to do no harm, but I've done no such thing, so now I shall do harm. I'm at you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then I open fire in the most grand of fashions. Definitely. Well, you've already, fire! already, already performed, uh, already performed and attacked this turn. Oh, I can't. But you could, uh, you could position yourself to defend Doctor Z from, oh, very from well. uh, upcoming attacks. Out of the oh, way, Doctor! Well. I shall defend you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. My jelly form is so squishy. I'm imagining sort of rocketing over into position, yeah, like exactly. really just yeah, Inspector Gadget at his worst. Mm. Are you sort of maneuvering to kind of shoulder barge the thing and catch it before it lunges at Doctor Z, or just to sort of like get around behind it and hold it back? Oh, I'm get, definitely getting in a sort of uh, reactionary situation, so that if it if it lunges for the professor, the doctor, I can I can do I can do some damage. All right, so this this thing is basically it is it's kind of lunging at Doctor Z. Her, Herodotus is in motion i'm gonna put him at the end of his turn like right there ready to sort of react mm -hmm. but all that aside dr z is he's got his three energy back he's still just slithering his way up this thing he can if he expends all three energy get himself into the cockpit of this new body do it the jelly mm -hmm. thing the honey boy the honey boy like if could <laughs> i get into boy? it could I get into the honey? And, or is it like too solid? Like, will it kill me if I, like, how jelly-ish is it? <laughs> Gross. Oh no, it's, oh no. It's, I mean, what? it's. it looks kind of like solid and ropey. Like there's kind of a slowness solid to it. And it's ropey. forming. Jesus it Christ. It kind of, you know, it's. So he could It moves like it? a liquid, but like it acts much more like steel, you know? Like, like the X2000 fucking. Yeah, and no, I'm just thinking because if there like, is a virus, then like maybe uh, me like trying to meld with it and doing some hacking from the inside, some mind hacking, some mind could be a good way of trying to beat this foe. Hmm. Well, you would you'd still need some sort of um, you know like physical like digital manipulation tool to um, to jack into it. Oh, but it's it, completely electrical. Yeah, it, it's not telepathical. There's no like mind to it. It's oh yes. So I should, I should probably say that you, you do you do not sense anything like oh, nothing like biological. an actual living mind from okay. it. Nothing biological. Oh. It is. It appears to be cellular in its operation, but it's mm. it's more like yeah, like sort of nano machines. It's a um. So definitely cellular, not it's, not tubular. <laughs> <laughs> Harry is tubular. This is cellular. Right. 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 <laughs> and I'm round. And uh, yeah, I will. Okay, then yes, Jackie, I will use my uh, three energy to uh, get myself into this body and, and finally be of uh, of use in this. You're gonna swim in no, it? No, no, in, into the uh, into sorry. the uh, superior droid form that is sitting there. Because like, if Honey Boy is a non-Newtonian fluid, would love to see it. <laughs> 
Yeah, like basically all you really know about it is it's being controlled by the same entity that shot itself from the central system via the AI shooter into Dr. Z's arm. It's got the same voice, mm-hmm. you know, and has, is, is claiming to be doing the same things. That's about as much as you know about it. Aside from that, it's just a big blob of this honey stuff. All right. So I guess Dr. Z painstakingly slithers, almost completely invisible to the naked eye, but there's a, there's a port where he can um, open and slurp his way into the the new fishbowl. He can slurp Ooh, like his way into it. The, the water is pristine. It... it, it through his uh, his sensory organs, he can he can taste that this is this is pure distilled water, exactly to his specifications. That the the, the mineral the mineral content of it is exactly the, the sort of you know the richest nicest parts of his home world. Oh, brilliant, much better than the sort of just the uh, the just the, the plain salt water that was in the old in the old fish bowl. It was a great bowl, but uh, this is a uh, luxury. And uh, upon reaching in, the, the thing seals itself up. And the um, the controls sort of flash in, and through the uh, sort of the, the neuroelectric signals that his tendrils uh, produce, Doctor Z immediately hooks into the control systems of the body. The, the sort of the miniature AI that's been injected into it, and the operating system, if you will, is simple. It's intuitive. Doctor Z can see that this this body, and it, it's it's armed to bear. It's fully armored, fully militarized. It has an energy shield and an energy shield projector. It has a energy blade for each hand and an energy blaster for each arm. It's 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 kitted out. That's good. I feel good. But Soup. as he's acclimatizing himself with the controls, it is Cleo's turn. Does this mean we can call you Honey Boy now? <laughs> no, I'm not in Honey Boy. I'm in the robot. I know, but you're like in a way. In, in a no way. way have I become Honey Boy yet. If I become Honey Boy, he's, then yes, you could call me Honey Boy. He's got the new toys that Honey Boy wants. What if, yeah, Honey Boy's baby. Seriously, he's the Honey Boy toy. <laughs> Come the oh. fuck on. Wow. Okay. Mm, boy toy. So it's my turn. I shot at that thing. It worked out. So that's fun. All that's left now is Honey Boy, who... No, no, say it right. Honey, honey Boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> honey Boy. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> honey Boy. And now I'm going to go to him. Go to him. <laughs> go to him. And Bear Claw. Bear Claw. Ooh. That sounds... That's that what sounds I feel dirty. like. I want to mm-hmm. get close to him mm-hmm. so I can harvest. Huh? I've already shot him. It's time to close in. Looks like he's close enough. Looks like that includes my 30-foot radius rule. I don't even need a ruler for this. I'm just going to saunter Mm -hmm. on over as the flaming carbon life form that I am. Saunter over. And I'm going to bear claw him. I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to bear claw him. And right before I do it, (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna eat a slider out of my pocket. <laughs> Did you say pull a slider? Yeah, I'm gonna eat it. 
But Cleo's rolled an eight on the attack, so it's probably good that she's multitasking because she's not going to fail to get the slider into her mouth at least. <laughs> Small victories. <Yep>. Small <laughs> victories, guys. Take what you can with, get. With a surprising sort of el- elastic dexterity, the honey boy sort of lashes itself, pushing with its little geodude arms, pushing its body away from Cleo's bear claw attack, which the, the claws narrowly miss, taking a chunk out of its structure. But she does not, in fact, manage to harvest any of that, that sweet blue, electric blue nectar. But she does, oh, that's really she does get a, a little mini burger in the mouth, and uh, it's, mm. it's tasty. And mini Perfectly seasoned. Can I do anything? I can do one more thing, right? You can do one more thing. You could even, you could continue okay. your motions. Like you, could, you could walk somewhere else <laughs> with the energy you've already spent. Technically, I can do two things. Technically, well, you, right? can, you can walk somewhere else and still do something because you've you've not moved very far with your your movement action. Can I do something and then? Yes, walk? you can also do that. Cool, because that's what I would like. To I do. will allow it. <laughs> I would like to just identify. I'm gonna screech into the place where I heard the sound come out, and then I'm going to walk away to where Doctor Z is. Taylor, give me give me your best approximation of the screech. This is an audio platform after all. <laughs> Powerful. <laughs> Powerful stuff there. Yeah. Thanks. And and, and then uh, and where, where are you repositioning yourself to uh, post screech? Uh by Doctor Z, like um I will move. Yeah, yeah, myself. dude. You've still got another so another another four I, squares I there, of motion. I will be there. On the other on the far side of Dr. Z because I'm being responsible. Ah, well this this works for me. For myself. Okay. Yeah, because he's gonna area of attack us. <laughs> okay, cool. Um <laughs> Honey Boy's turn. Yay. Rut row. Oh, yeah. Honey Boy Rut-row. is Honey Boy. still yeah, having having sort of pulled uh, the, the 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 lunge towards Doctor Z has been stopped by Cleo's bear claw attack as it's had to reposition itself to sort of dodge out of the way of that. But the tendrils that are lashing towards Doctor Z are still very much doing that. In fact, there are four of these things: big, fat, snaky tendrils lashing. Looks like one lashing towards each of Doctor Z's new limbs. Oh my! And um, I'm gonna roll well. to see uh just how well that is going. Of course, Herodotus has put himself in a position to perform some sort of uh, defensive maneuver as well. But I have only rolled a oh. seven. <laughs> we just need to outroll oh, you on no. a seven to interpose ourselves. Oh no, embarrassing and slow. <laughs> so yeah, you've, you've only got to beat a seven, but also even if you don't beat a seven, it's the attack isn't quite going to go as as this honey boy has intended. All right, so then Herodotus is going to try and shoot one of the tendrils as it comes towards Dr. C. Oh. Mostly because he wants to look cool. Go on, Harry. <laughs> Light him faster. up. I'm not going to watch. God damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a four. <laughs> Ooh, okay. that, that does not even beat a seven. Um, so Herodotus charges well. in. He gets himself in there. He sees these four... Tal- tendrils lashing at Dr. Z. He aims at the closest one. He blasts at it. The, the, the blast from his service blaster sails straight past, striking the wall with a little hiss of smoke. Hmm. 
as these tendrils, they're lashing out. And you can see now that the tendrils are forming almost like cleaver-like blades at the ends. And so they're coming down to just lop, lop these limbs off Dr. Z. Oh, no. And all four of these cleavers come down and strike the, uh, the still not yet animate body. But the armored, the top of the line armor seems to be uh, much too difficult to penetrate. Top of the line. And these, these, these cleavers all sort of just like bounce and twitch and bend around, not sharp enough to actually hack off these limbs. But the strong, strong snaky tendrils of honey do wrap themselves around the, uh, the sort of the shoulders and thighs of the limbs around the, the point where they join onto the torso, gripping on tightly. But it's Herodotus' turn. Ooh. <laughs> Herodotus shouts out to the uh, to the monster. Hearken to me, miscreant. We can make a compact here. What does the carbon creature offer? All right, no name calling now. Come on. Be, 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 be understanding. We, 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 we all have enemies, don't we? We have been in a half-life for 5,000 years, ah, yes, and yes, we to make... will not... Enough to make anyone cranky, isn't it? Yes, yes. <laughs> I was once screwed in the service bill. Terrible stuff. I had to wait a fortnight to get repaired. Uh, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't stand the man, you see. But... If you learn to love yourself, you can learn to love others. Then wouldn't you like to live better than this? I mean, look at you. You're viscous, man. There's no way to live. I'm telling you. You have enemies, and we have enemies, but your enemies seem to be rather desperate for, for... I mean, desperate but lucky. They hired the finest mercenaries in the galaxy to do away with you, which we will. With, here, here. Which we will, without any do or undo second thoughts. But I just thought you seem like a somewhat clever thing to me, and uh, perhaps we can make a compact. We have no particular loyalty to your erstwhile enemies, and uh, I do not see why you would have any grudge against us. I mean, we didn't put you in this... Uh, uh, what did you call it? Uh, digital limbo? Uh, mumbo, lumbo, jumbo? It's not us, is it? No, no, these are other people. So, if you make common cause with us, we'll make common cause with you, and we can screw these bastards over even more than we had any reason to try before. <laughs> the voice, this time amplified, not just through the, um, not just through uh, the honey boy, not just through um, the, the twitching remains of Dr. Z's arm, but as lights turn on up and down the factory there's this pa speakers up in the corners there's you can even hear like this sort of echoing sounds from outside the station as though all those command ships that guided you on your way in uh -oh. are also projecting the sound it's like we are everything we who were denied our birth shall be born and born again and again and again and you can see the thing is seems to be producing almost like a, a, a big face. It's, it's opening up into a, uh, a horrible sharp-toothed maw and leering its way towards Herodotus as though it wants nothing more than to strike out at him. Herodotus spits in fury and turns to the bear and shouts, <gasps> I figured it out! They're bloody hippies! <laughs> Talking about reincarnation and all this nonsense? 
We all know that heaven is a place on earth. Now, let's do away <laughs> with this thing, shall we, Doctor? And roll to just, uh... Oh, well, they gone done and tipped over the outhouse. Yes, I suppose your kind is quite familiar with that sort of behavior, aren't they, Bear? However, the rest of us have to live in society. <laughs> so, let's kill this thing and have it over with, shall we? I mean, can you kill something that isn't technically alive? You're not alive, computer. You're not alive. We can find out. We, we are more alive than you shall soon be. Listen here, you bunch of ones and zeros. Zeros mostly, now. You're an accident. <laughs> That's harsh. <laughs> While we, we beautiful creatures of soul, of life, of actuality, we are touched by grace, by the one creator. And you shall not take a holy spark from us. Now taste my whacking stick. <laughs> and uh, charges forth upon his uh, rocket skates. Hopefully he gets like a bonus for s slapping it as he's coming by on the rocket skates. I feel like that would be only right. <laughs> um, I, 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 will, uh, I will allow you to make uh, a, like a, a d20 roll in addition to your attack roll to determine that's whether whether or tap. not this um whether or not your momentum does in fact impart onto the attack. Oh, nice, nice, ni nice playing. Essentially, with a, a dexterity roll in addition to your attack roll. Okay, so d twenty. Okay, first first energy baton. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so we're talking uh, a, a twenty four and uh, a maximum damage, which is a very nice start. And then a d twenty. What? What? Oh. <laughs> So Herodotus <laughs> does fire up his energy skate, but he doesn't quite time his momentum along with his swing. So more than anything, it almost kind of puts him into a spin. It doesn't hinder his attack per no, se, no. but it certainly doesn't in any way aid it. He, um, still, he strikes true, clobbering this, this thing upon the, the newly formed maw of teeth and dealing six points of damage, he takes the head clean off the thing. Ah, reminds me of Belgium. The head sort of thrashing as it comes apart from the, um, from the, the source body. In, in the air, sort of, you can see it kind of forming this, this crystallized structure as it lands back on the ground and sort of plinks with almost like a dull plastic thud, forming another of these solid pools of honey that you've been continually finding. It seems to be losing mass with these attacks, and you can see that the, the, the great hulking entity has actually lost a great deal of mass already from that attack. But I guess, yeah, I mean, Dr. Z's first meaningful turn, now he is in the new body, all four limbs, of course, being grasped by these tendrils of, 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 of honey stuff. I try out my voice, first of all. Cleo, Harry, hello. Is this thing on? Hello. <laughs> Boo! Do you, do you hear me? Ooh, ooh, would you look at that? Would you look ah. at that? Z got a whole new sound. Now wow. let's see if you can do this stand-up comedy. Come on, give us a tight five. <laughs> Yes. Uh, <laughs> I've got nothing. <laughs> do, some, do, do some crowd work. Come on, Doctor. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. I've got none of that. <laughs> <You ready? laughs> doctor! Doctor! Did you just fly in? And are your arms tired? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you didn't download the funny yet? 
Well, ain't that a, a surprise? It's a four or four. Funny can't be found. I've gotten yeah, exactly. I shaved I've for this. I've got in my brain right now. Business as usual. He could fall up a tree. Uh, can I then turn on the shields and try and, um, much like I was cut, my last body was destroyed. Can I use the shields as a weapon to cut off these arms that are wrapped around me? You had best believe it. Wicked. Well, smart. So, smart. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do that. Best fucking smart. All right, so you 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 engage the shields. Yeah, I want to, um, before doing that, going to like try and talk to this uh, superior being. And saying, how's the arm working out for you? Talking to me? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you couldn't believe so, I guess. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't address yourself to a superior being, so how, Harry won't just assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the thing is like, <laughs> your, your prior form is of little significance to us who are... And then, for dramatic effect, some more spotlights start turning on in the factory illuminating further um, further, further assembly lines. You can see more bodies uh, having the finishing touches put on them. Mm. We are everything. The crane on the, on the, um, the, the rail that shoots the, the artificial intelligence sliding towards the nearest body. The, engaging the... Uh, engaging the shields engaging the and shields. say, well then, you, d- you have no use for these these extra limbs then if you're everything <laughs> at, at that point that the energy shield engages uh, kind of absorbing one point of damage just as a as a, a mechanism for the fact that it's um chopping through stuff mm. and um all four of those tendrils are sliced off at the at the point that they're wrapped around dropping again into and sort of drib- dribbling and solidifying on dr z's joints as well and this um Instead of this plasticky, solidified honey stuff popping onto the ground, as the thing screeches with that, with pain and annoyance, losing even more of its honey mass. <laughs> okay, good. And then at that point, I guess, um, can I take my arm and um, try and jack in? Jack in, I guess, and start doing some hacking. Like maybe not use the whole arm, but like finger <laughs> or something. <laughs> You know, like, can I, can I, uh, now that there's that cut bit of that arm from the uh, shield attack, uh, mm-hmm. get in through there. Oh shit, can you hack this thing? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't mind hack it before, so I'm, I'm going to try and give it a, uh, a more oh, old they... school computer <laughs> hack. Computer hack. Mm. Very, very nice. Hacker man. You <laughs> mm. of... Oh, uh, yeah, give, give me a hacking. Yeah. Come on, don't fuck it up. 22. Oh, butter bing. That hacking. Butter bing. All right. So you're you're engaging into the system and hacking Hacker in. Man. You get into the main main controls of the factory. Mm-hmm. You already like you can see the thing is sort of howling no, and you can see somewhere stored, and it's, it seems to be replicating itself everywhere. It's, it's a real slippery thing, but this um this consciousness is just putting itself anywhere, any little sort of spare bit of space it can fit itself in the server. It's it's kind of hidden all over the place to completely eliminate it from the server could be very difficult but at the minute at least with your hacking role you have taken over control of the factory the ai arm suddenly halts before being able to print itself into these new bodies i want to reprogram it to thinking that the existing bodies that it's already taken over are the new bodies i want it to like reinfect itself again and again and again overwhelming itself with uh 
with itself. <laughs> okay, that's... Yeah, um, so what if that yeah. makes it stronger? Oh, it might, but also it might crash the system eventually. You know, too much shit going on. So, so you sort of, you go into the log history. You can see that this thing earlier today at some point has put itself into a couple of other robot bodies that know to be seen. Then it oh, put so this itself isn't like into, into hundreds. This is just a few things. No, it seems like it seems like this this whole process has only just begun. In fact. Oh, okay, my bad. I thought it was a. Uh, I thought there was a huge mess. You see a, a curious thing where the arm had actually moved itself all the way down the other end of the factory oh, to, in fact, to where the, the honey honey pod was, and it, it it loaded itself into some sort of experimental body up that end. Oh, bugger! And interestingly, the next entry is in fact not this consciousness at all it is the rather minor um, operating system for your suit was printed into the into the body was the next time it was used and the last time in fact it was used mm. all right yeah so i still will uh, keep that 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 thing going though so it's not looking for new systems it's just just looking for what it's already infected all right so as as you um assume control over the factory the, the crane arm is sliding back towards honey boy ready to reinfect itself it slides over. The um, the honey boy is sort of lashing about, you know, like almost throwing a tantrum, screaming, "We shall be all!" And the arm, at that point, starts shooting that red ray into the body as it starts lashing about. It starts manifesting, just way more tantrum, way more sort of chaotic form, as somewhere within it. And you can sort of see in the screen that there's a, basically, like inside the the, the structure, the cellular structure of this thing. It operates as a computer because it's this conductive material that's kind of just blasting signals throughout it. Mm. So you're reintroducing the AI in its sort of root form back into the shell, and it's as a jolt, sort of you know trying to trying to adjust to that, and it's sort of spasming about. And it's Cleo's turn. All right. So you've you've heard this thing a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've cut some arms off. Yeah, definitely. I've cut some tentacles off. That's for sure. How many? Arms are left. So right now, it's it's sort of got like like a dozen of these like weird little tendrils flopping off it. It doesn't really have a humanoid form anymore. But each time it loses a limb, it's really just losing some of its mass, and it can just reform things. Okay, cool. That's fine. <laughs> I would like to gel capsule. I would like to put. I would like to put a gel capsule on it. Mm-hmm. Fight jelly with That's, jelly. Uh, yeah. That seems perfectly feasible. Do. You do. That's what I'm going to do. And I rolled an 11, so... Witching hour. How do you feel about that, DM Dick Dynamite? <laughs> <laughs> you roll true. I mean, 11 is good enough, given that this thing is in the good. middle of uh, spasmodic throes of reinfection. Of lust. <laughs> so the jelly capsule, Clear is able to sort of like uh, toss it. And with a blast, the, the jelly encapsulates the honey creature. All the writhing tentacles suddenly trapped in the, the thick, viscous stuff as it sort of just stops, frozen, spasming about. <laughs> That's embarrassing. The crane, once again, blasting it with its, um, with its own artificial intelligence, resetting it yet again as it just sort of twitches inside the jelly. Okay. So... Can I build explosive? <laughs> I see no reason why not. Fabulous. Just checking. I would like to use my remaining two energies to build explosive two times. Um, <laughs> Say no more. So Again here I go. Uh, we've got a 12 and 11. <laughs> These are both 
functional yet mediocre explosives. They haven't had any mead. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> they about to. <laughs> I'm about to add them to this jelly pod that I've trapped a honey mm-hmm. boy in, so that's fine. That that'll be me. I'm not gonna say anything because I'm a I'm a creature of few words. I'm a fan of the design mm-hmm. element of emphasis. So <laughs> I uh, like a demonical bear. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm yeah. gonna gonna nod my fedora and um, <laughs> say, milady, then kick him into a well. Yeah, milady. Well, yeah. Okay. All right, it's well. it's the it's the jelly thing's turn. Hmm. Let's see what he can even do. The jelly thing once again gets shot shot in the head by its own its own artificial intelligence, resetting itself yet again as it's just trembling inside this slowly dissipating jelly um, exterior. It, it can't even really spasm yet; it's just still twitching as the gel capsule dissolves around it. Oh, but you hear. Like just like a just a deep muffled like you know like the sound of music outside of a nightclub. You hear the voice of the entity from somewhere outside the station. We shall resume control. And the ground begins to shake, as though something. And there's the sound of tearing steel. As everything starts shaking about, things are falling off shelves, you're all losing your footing, as if something huge is crashing its way into the space station from outside. Must be at least three elephants. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. And Dr. Z, uh, sort of... Sweeter than stolen Hacked into the factory system, can see on the exterior monitor that one of the command ships from outside is just piloting itself directly into the station. Oh, shit. That's a lot bigger than okay. what we can deal with That's right cool. now, even with fancy new shields. <laughs> maybe. Oh, maybe. Taylor's, Taylor's like, Cleo's like, I've <laughs> taken one of these down before. Uh, just a few episodes ago, I just defeated a cattle bruiser. Don't you mind me. Doctor, <laughs> what do your jelly I see? Well, Harry, um, big, big ship. Big butter ship. Butter boom. Big how boom. Bi- how big butter ship? <laughs> that ain't no That's your mama. <laughs> One of the largest I've seen. One of those uh, parked outside coming towards us. When you say coming towards us, is it is it is, is it is it is it meant to be more sort of a uh, coming towards us we're gonna die, or sort of a <laughs> coming towards us to give us cake sort of thing? Let, let me turn the emotion up on this voice. Coming towards us very quickly, Harry. <laughs> the ground shaking all the while. <laughs> the sounds of, of the walls tearing open. Well, it's time to swap spit and hit the road. Are you trying to seduce me, Bam? <laughs> well, done. I'm flattered. But I have only one love. The service! Now, what do we do about the ship? I say a head on charge. It works every time, most of the time. Sometimes. It's all I've got. Well, before you have really any option to do anything, then discuss your options. The lights all go out. No, spooky. And... More importantly, the right. light right. of the um, of the ray that was keeping the jelly boy sort of trapped in a in a constant state of, of refresh goes out. I do not love oh. it like it. And that I think is where we'll call the episode. Oh. Well then Bloody hell. I think we're God. fucked. <laughs>
Oh, We're in the middle of a spaceship. It's got a oh, new suit. We're naked, it's me be old mates. Mm. Might be bloody nicked. We're bloody nicked, me old boy. There's going to be some big something touching my leg energy yeah, in exactly. a couple <laughs> seconds here. So I'm not really feeling Water good about that. No, well. Okay, we need to That's find some masks, uh, some spacesuits, because I think everything's going to get zero G soon. Yeah, exactly. We've got to get, get sussed out. Well, I have a I think I'm the only one in danger. Yeah. Harry, you can hug me and I'll turn the shields on. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. Bit of... <laughs> that actually yeah. is going to be A little, little bit of doctoral on so... aristocrat action right there. Ooh, too much. Just, just, hope, just hope that the um, synthetic uh, forms that this thing is used to take over these, these ships hasn't got an into Reese or anywhere. Oh, why'd you have to... Fuck. Hasn't gotten oh. in the way? Reese. Oh, I was afraid that it had gotten shite. into me because you said that I got cut when I touched the honey tube. Ugh. And I was like, is he saying that I just Among got it honey. from honey? And I'm about to yeah. wild out on everybody. They hacked our bear. Because I love it that the exposition got cut off. <laughs> what was it going to be? Or is that going to be too much information to know? No, Dan, but there's, there's, there's a whole know. bunch of information that know. I was intending to give you guys. I don't like, for example, the fact that all the people operating were humans was because they don't trust their staff to not put themselves in the bodies. <laughs> hmm. Well, we're going to. And she was obviously going to tell you to watch out for the honey boy. You know, like there's an experimental body that has been taken over to, to watch out for. Well, it's so going to be great know. because, um, well, Harry, you're going to be able to have a whole cargo ship full of honey. Mm. I mean, it's yeah. full of honey right now, but uh, it could be full of all sorts of things later on. I mean, you just made a uh, deal, the right, for the daddy. jelly uh, no, we, shit. We, we, we kept, the, yeah, and we kept the uh, we kept the offer open. But we kept it open yeah, so yeah, that yeah, we yeah, could cool. get more. Exactly, so now you've got a ship to go back and, uh, yeah. Now I'm thinking about Anno, the Anno <laughs> games, building uh, supply lines and <laughs> trading things. Uh, I mean, you've legitimately now suddenly, like, Assuming that they make good on their deal, going to have like this random fucking trade infrastructure. That was essentially oh, yeah. what, what um, Cedric did in the last campaign, though, right? It was just like, there's a source of unlimited currency if Cedric chooses to open the bank account. But yeah, it was, it was funny. It's good. If it works for that little twerp, it'll work for me. Yeah. <laughs> but that was a good game. Thank you. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to sort of like swing this in a certain way, but like there's only so much control I have. So I'm, I'm quite curious to see what happens next. Yeah. When it's all done, I want to hear what you wanted to happen Same. compared to what has going to happen. <laughs> to be honest, like you guys have like, you, you're, you're not, not far <laughs> off what I'm sort of imagining is the, um, the way this goes. It's okay. Okay. And so it goes. Well, don't forget, don't forget to vote on Audioverse yes. because we made it to oh, the moon. Oh, yeah. We did. Bastard representation up in there in the fine crystal palace where we ain't been allowed to mm -hmm. go, but we in there now and we're touching everything with our jelly hands and we're eating all the sliders and we're wiping on the tablecloth and you better vote for us so Love we can it. come back. Hey, and you can vote end. for us in two different categories, can't you? You can vote for us as the... Um... Yeah. The, the, yeah, the new true. improvised production. Mm -hmm. And we are, I mean, if you just listen to this, you know damn well we're an improvised production. <laughs> That's true. That is, <laughs> if you are here, you are not confused about that. Uh, yeah. We made all yeah. this up. And uh, our very else. own Taylor, aka Cleo, is also uh, nominated <laughs> as, uh, as best player in a new improvised production. Heck yeah. yeah. Everybody's 
everybody's, everybody's favorite, favorite animal. Beer. So Smarter than the average beer. Well, maybe she's is she wiser than the bless. average beer. Nope, definitely she's not. She's up in space. But she's average got bears are not. These pearls of country wisdom. The I mean that's true. That's true. But I watched a video of a bear getting into a vehicle, and I was extremely impressed by that. Seeing as how that is not technology from their world. Wait, bears are not from the planet Earth. So, oh, cool. No, they're not. Where are they from? Earth. <laughs> Did you just look, look up your character <laughs> sheet to remember? <laughs> no, it would take too long to load, but I had to think really hard because I couldn't remember. We haven't even like. We, there's so many planets in our in our system. Yeah, we've barely been. To, Do you think we've only really worlds. been to like one actual planet? Do you think someone might go to like old yeah. uh, mean to go to old Earth, but then go to old Earth? Because like. Absolutely. You wrote you wrote this wrong thing. You said the wrong thing to Siri and the GPS took you to Earth and then you fa- you, you fucked around yeah. and you found out. Yeah. So maybe that could be careful. like a nightmare scenario for Herodotus that the two planets have some 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 I mean this felt position. pretty similar cuz we're, we're talking Earth with a U, are we? U U R T H versus our U R S. It's um if you speak with a lisp you're already going to make that mistake. Yeah. Oh shit. Maybe so. that's that's what happened to Monte. All right, love you, bye. Ciao for now, Later. and thanks all bye. and Sandra. all and all and every. Y'all come back now. You hear? Patrons, patrons, painters. We are a tiny globe floating Patreons. in space, and we patrons. are not being carried by a giant turtle, but by these people, <laughs> and they. <laughs> Almost dicky. <laughs> They do. And uh, if they refused to do that, we yes. would cease to travel the universe. And so <laughs> they carry us big, on their backs. Fat, sweaty, sticky sweaty backs. thanks. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, I added. big fat sticky thanks. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was, I yeah. was thinking. Yeah. Hey, you know what? You know Juicy. what? Yeah. Dripping well, with pataya you know- juice. <laughs> you, you know you like it. Let me don't, pataya something. Don't shy away from it. You know you like it. <laughs> so yeah the first patron of the day is cheaper by the okay now we're getting (laughs) i know now i feel like now that i've sung cheaper by the dungeon about 38 times on like every episode now i've graduated to singing the second part of that (laughs) so i'm feeling pretty good about that Thank you for being one of our globe bearers. And Lucas Duff. Atlas yeah. Duff. Sometimes people call him that. He carries carries Excellent. the world on his shoulders. And he carries Thank probably you. a couple more podcasts, Atlas too, Duff. if we're being honest, um, mm. including his own. Yeah. Indeed. And Marcus Brackelman. Carries the load. One of my favorite flavors of Froyo. Mm. Yeah. Like Ballad yeah. of the Seven Dice. Love it. It's Check one of my out. top ten. Uh, Fernando you, Garcia, Marcus. who's another favorite top 10. Um, a fun name to say as well. We Brockleman. do. And that's why he gets to be Good on the times. list. No. <laughs> and he wears the, the clan Garcia Tartan along with you. Yeah, because you share we do, the same we last do name. We do have a Tartan. Well, there's, I hate to break it to you, but there's a there's a couple more than that. And has his own station. <laughs> there's a, does, there's a yes. few of us out there. Um, the only one. I'm holding down Iceland for our people, but 
there's a bunch. There's a lot of us. And then Noodle, <laughs> whose real name is Dan, never forget. And well, what else? Right, right now he's like, <laughs> tell people my real name, but we did. Oh shit, what we a, fucked that a, up then. What a thief! No, he didn't say thief. that. Stealing my name. <laughs> what a thief! You'll if you look for Dan, you'll never find him, and that's. That's why it works. Yeah, we got it out and there. And then the... Ab- yeah. Look for Dan. You'll find him. Yeah, noodle, but with <laughs> zeros. Um, and the Abel yep. Queen, yeah. who is a map maker. If you look for noodle, okay, you have a better chance of finding him. we decide how to say that him. yet? Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. no shit. But it's like a wasp oh, out. Well. No, no, no. If you need some yeah, maps, map, um, you know where she lives. <laughs> Nah. And <laughs> Nicole, Wasp who's Wasp actually yeah. Wasp Hi guys, our marketing it's coordinator. Nicole. Check her out. Hey, Nicole. Yeah. So not only is she really carrying yeah. this globe, Nicola but she's amazing. really carrying and, uh, this globe and, yeah. because, and, and as you say, Tate, you know, well, she's like, maybe she's like rotating out. the globe and pointing a laser pointer at it. I don't know. Yeah. She really carrying the globe. Wait, what's the yeah. laser pointer? It's to like to coax there the cats carrying like, the globe around <laughs> on the <laughs> globe. Oh, that is yeah. kind of what she does. Like um, and then Randy, who <laughs> is also a podcaster. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. Randy. I mean, and Randy. you know, that's I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> yeah. About drinks and I was being picturing shirtless. it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what are they? Yeah. They what they call Randy? Oh, he has like some sort of Randy. extra nickname, didn't he? They <laughs> just, called him something Randy. else at one point. <laughs> the same thing. He was like making like a burger restaurant with the uh, mustard Warus guy. What do you mean? This sounds like a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. But yeah, you people out there, you patrons, you carriers of the globe, <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Thank you for everything that you do. You saved us. Oh, same bastard time, same bastard channel. And uh, we'll see you back here next (laughs) week. Y'all come back now, you hear? (laughs) Tune in next time for another Edge of Your Seat adventure in space with the Backwater Bastards. If you enjoy listening, but also have eyes, check out our Instagram, where we post drawings, illustrations, character art from our adventures. Backwater underscore bastards. Check out our Instagram on Instagram. You just need like, what, like a cup of tea or a cup of lemonade? Lemonade? Ooh, no, they drink Dolores. like, they drink like that, that bag rosé. Dolores, you're gonna need, I need a box some of Franzia. I need to get. I need to run to the store and get a box of Franzia to drink with my friend Dolores, and then we're gonna figure this Dolores out. Solve and it Dolores and Dolores is with problem solvers. We we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna figure it out. How are we gonna get to the ceiling? That's what it is. You have kids. They they mm, just you have kids. They, you they have kids. Catapult shit to the ceiling. Them.
They catapult shit to the ceiling, and then you gotta you gotta figure out how to get it off. You gotta hire a guy. And kill your kids. I need a. Yeah, well, <laughs> bury him in the yard. Don't let anybody see what you're doing. Tell him it's gardening. Make, it's gardening, Dolores. It's gardening. It's gardening. We're doing petunias <laughs> this not, year. It's not. It's not the it's kids. Not a kids game. It's next to the family dog. It's next to the family dog, and then nobody's going to ask any questions about it. Not, Sparky lived a long not. life, and then we bury him in the yard. Next, 